Being a Better Man, episode 199, which is one away from 200. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, my name is Alf Herigstad, and I would like to welcome you to Being a Better Man the podcast that is focused on the character of men exclusively. We talk about a wide range of topics here, but they all relate back to us individually and what kind of men we are. As I go through this episode, I will be using the pronouns of heterosexual relationships, mainly because that's the majority of who I'm talking to. I do not mean to offend anybody. If you're of another gender or preference or persuasion, just insert your own identifier. The him, her, he, she isn't that important. What's important is that we're all humans and these things are true for everybody. There is a question that every man asks himself through the course of his life. Sometimes he asks it once, and sometimes it may be several times. The question I'm talking about comes up when you meet a new potential woman that you think might be worth investing yourself in. The question is, is she the one? The one. That's kind of a big deal in our common vernacular. It's a statement that combines a lot of concepts together, like, will she be a good wife, a good mother? Will she be a good partner in the lifestyle that I want to live? Will we be happy together forever? Will she get along with my family? And does she like dogs? And if I go fishing, will she want to come with me? For each one of us, the requirements of the one may be different. We all have a different idea of that dream girl, and it depends a lot on where you're from and what your interests are, what your sense of humor is like, and what kind of person you're attracted to. It's different for everybody. But even when we know the answers, even when we know the kind of person we're looking for, it seems like this question frequently comes up, sometimes at the last minute. When you're on the threshold of the altar, about to get married, is she the one? The intent of this episode is to give you a shortcut to that answer. Some of you that are blinded by love or lust won't hear me, but hopefully the rest of you will. I'll start by identifying some of the ways you can be sure she is not the one. If you have frequent fights, or any fights, and call each other names, she is not the one. Remember, nothing gets better. If you're fighting now, you will fight more later, and that's no fun. If you feel like you have sacrificed a portion of your personal identity in order to be with her, 
She's not the one. If your identity is diminished in the relationship, it will create resentment that builds until it erupts, usually in an ugly way. If spending time with her or her family seems more like a chore than a joy, she's not the one. Anything that seems forced or unnatural is a red flag to be aware of. You each have things that are important to you. If her things become more important than your things or vice versa, there is inequity and she's not the one. Love cannot thrive where inequity persists. If you are the only source of her happiness and fulfillment, if the world revolves around you alone, it may feel good at first. However, it could be a sign that she is incapable of generating her own happiness and therefore may not be the one. Besides, no human should be entirely responsible for another person's happiness. If she's jealous for no reason, she's definitely not the one. If she's attempting to change you in any way, if she is unsatisfied with something about you and is encouraging a different behavior, she is not the one. You need to accept each other exactly how you are in the moment. If you ever find yourself complaining about her to your close friends, she's not the one. I'm just scratching the surface here with signs that she is not the one, but you should get the general idea. If something isn't right in the beginning, it never gets better. In the beginning is when people are on their best behavior. From there, the little problems become huge issues. Now I'll talk a little bit about how you know she is or might be the one. Instead of fighting, if you're able to talk about your disagreements intellectually and sort it out without anyone getting angry, she might be the one. If you feel like you can completely be yourself without any repercussion, <laughs> if you actually feel like the person you are is enjoyed and celebrated, she might be the one. If you are happy when you're going to see her, if the prospect of spending time with her causes excitement rather than anxiety, she might be the one. If you have been trustworthy, and as a result of that, she trusts you implicitly, she might be the one. If you can admit your shortcomings to her with no fear of judgment and accept her advice, she might be the one. If kindness, love, and compassion take priority over being right, she might be the one. It's really not a big mystery. The problem is that when guys are in mating mode, they tend to overlook a lot of the small details that make a huge difference later on. When guys allow themselves to be governed by their biology rather than their intellect, things often end badly. Look, every individual and every situation is a little bit different. There's no confirmed formula 
There is no magic wand or specific definite answer when it comes to matters of love and passion. What I can tell you for sure, though, is that there is a way to have integrity and be a good man regardless of the situation. Never compromise your personal morals. Do not be deceitful in your communication at all. Be realistic with your expectations and consistent in your behaviors. Be honest even when it hurts. And never ever allow your identity to be diminished. Likewise, be respectful and encourage the identity of others. A person's identity is all they have. So don't let yours be diminished. If you don't feel celebrated for who you are, if you don't celebrate the person you're with for who they are, then there's a good chance that you are not a match. In my opinion, if you find yourself asking the question, is she the one, then the answer is no. If she is actually the one, then you wouldn't be asking that question in the first place because you would already know. It's not rocket science. We all kind of know this stuff already, but our biology and our passion and our excitement gets in the way of our intellect. And the next thing you know, we're stuck somewhere that's kind of miserable. And when we are miserable, we cannot be the best man that we're capable of being. That's why I'm talking about this. Not for you exactly today, necessarily, but for you in the future as well. We all encounter these situations in life. And if we can think about them before we get there, it can help with our decision-making process. None of us get it perfect right off. Life is a journey, and we usually have to fail before we succeed. It is my intent by talking to you about this stuff that some of the pitfalls of life can be avoided. So you will have more ability to stay focused on the things that matter. Okay, guys, now head out into the world. And if you find yourself asking if she's the one, remember that she probably isn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Also, remember that if you are true to the man that you design yourself to be, the right one will show up when she's supposed to. And you will recognize her when she does. And that's huge. In the meantime, all you have to do is keep on being a better man today than you were yesterday. And then keep on doing that every day. For those of you already happy in your relationships, I hope this episode serves as a validation of what you're doing right. If not then perhaps you need to reevaluate where you're at. Hey, if you want to support this show, check out our Patreon page or buy the new book, Forging a Man, available on Amazon. All the links are in the show notes of this episode. Until next time, this is Alf Herrig's dad, signing out.